Well, hello, everyone. You are tuning into the Rise Station podcast, and I am your host, Pranella Harris. I'm a licensed mental health provider, and here I discuss mental health and wellness tips that you can use every day to improve the quality of life. If that is your thing and you're open to healing and learning, you are in the right place. If this is your first time joining me, welcome and do me a favor and hit that subscribe button so that you get an alert every Monday at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time when I upload a new episode. Please go ahead and share this podcast out to your friends and your family. There is nothing better than a loved one who wants you to grow and thrive with them. If you'd like to support our efforts in making mental health accessible to all, please visit our Patreon page and become a member of our Rise Tribe community. You will receive special discounts on merch, monthly Q&As, our monthly newsletter, and special journal prompts and accompaniments to our podcast episodes so that you can use on your personal healing journey. All right, so today we are talking about knowing our self-worth and how we can increase our self-worth. Before we get into today's content, let's hear a word from our sponsors. This podcast is brought to you by Restorative Family Services. We are a behavioral health practice. Our mission is to provide quality, affordable, and accessible mental health care to the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. If you are struggling and in a dark place, we are here to help. Visit our website at www.restorativefamilyservices.com. This podcast is brought to you by Private Practice, where we provide leadership training and practice management coaching specific to helping mental health professionals build their private practice to provide a much needed service for their community. Want to learn more? Visit our website at www.privatepractice.com. Knowing your worth is a prerequisite for being successful and happy. We are all born with inherent worth and dignity. We are all worthy of dignity. We're all worthy of respect, love, and acceptance just because we're breathing, just because we were born, just because we have a consciousness, right? But many of us feel unworthy of these things, of these basic truths. Many of us don't feel good enough to be loved, good enough to be accepted. And we're looking externally to justify how we should feel internally. So we're looking for things on the outside to help increase our self-worth. We'll feel worthy if, you know, we were 10 pounds lighter. We'll feel worthy of female attention or having a partner if we made this amount of money. We'll feel worthy of love if we were able to drive the fastest car. We'll feel worthy as a man if we had this certain promotion or certain job or career, we'll feel worthy as women if we could have children, if we were married, if we had someone who loved us, or we even put others' opinions of us. So if our family have a very low opinion of us, then that must mean we're not worthy, that we're worthless. If our family members are telling us that we're worthless, then 
We must be worthless. So we attach our self-worth and value based on these things that are all outside of ourselves rather than looking within. All right. Our self-worth and our values come from who we are at the core of ourselves. All right. So that's what are our strengths? What are our areas of development? What do we value? What is important to us? How do we handle setbacks? Like when things don't go well, how do we show up for ourselves in those moments? What do we do? How do we overcome? What's our level of resiliency? What's our level of grace under pressure? How do we show up in areas where we're not performing at our best? How do we handle success, right? How do we deal with the attention or the accolades? How do we deal once we achieve our goals? What's next for us? Do we set new goals? Do we start wondering whether or not we can continue this success journey? Or what do we do when success comes? Do we stay composed under pressure? How do we show up? How do we treat ourselves like when no one else is around, when we're laying on our bed at night, reviewing our day, are we talking nicely to ourselves? Are we appraising how we handle situations well? Or are we calling ourselves stupid and unworthy and unlovable? And how could you do that? What do we think of ourselves? And what do we think of other people? That's your core self, understanding your core self. And that is where your self-worth lies. All right. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship you will have. It determines all the other relationships in your life. So knowing your value, knowing your worth is simply being aware that you are valuable. You're worthy as a person, just as is. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to perform for it. You don't have to earn it, but you are valuable. And so often We confuse our self-value with whether we are valued. Let me say that again. We confuse our value with whether we are valued. So our self-worth does not come from whether we can be valuable or useful to someone else. Our self-worth comes from our inherent God-given right to be valued without having to do anything but exist, but breathe. The fact that we are alive means that we are valuable and have purpose. Every living creature on this planet is valuable and has a function and has a purpose. And so do we, you know, and that is not contingent on whether or not people can use what we have can use our strengths to their benefit. That should not be the measuring stick for whether or not we're valuable, but how we feel about ourselves. All right. So what happens when we make our self-worth contingent on external things? Let me give you a few examples, right? Number one, the first example is when you make your self-worth contingent on the love that you receive from others. So you're looking for external validation. So let's say you're in a relationship, right? And the love that your partner gives you makes you feel worthy of love. Well, the problem with this is if you only feel worthy because 
of the love that your partner gives you, if they get upset with you, if somehow you disagree, then you will then feel unworthy. Instead, that self-worth that you're worthy of love should be within you at all times because you are. And that should not be contingent on whether or not your partner loves you or doesn't. Because if you and your partner don't work out, then you're saying that you're worthless and that you're not worthy because someone else isn't showing you that love. So make sure the locus of control of the locus of your worthiness sits with you, lies with you. You are worthy of your love. And these reflections, your partner is a reflector to the way you feel about yourself, the love that you pour within yourself. Okay. Number two, Others' opinions of us, whether good or bad, you know, some people might be like, you know, oh my God, you're so awesome. You're so confident. You're so great. Right. And if we only are basing our self-worth on how other people view us, the moment they give us a bad appraisal, the moment they disagree or take back their compliments, we don't feel valuable. All right. So again, it's putting that locus of control of how we feel about ourselves outside of ourselves. And that's not where it should be. So it's great to be giving compliments. It's great for people to have good opinions, but good or bad, you understand who you are inherently as a person and your self-worth does not rely on that other person. If it does, the moment they think negatively of you, the moment you will feel worthless. And that's just not a good way of maintaining your own inner peace or inner balance. Number three is income, right? So if we only view our worthiness based on how much money we make, let's say we get laid off, let's say money dries up, the stock market crash, we stop feeling very valuable. We start feeling less than our self-esteem goes down the toilet and we are rendered useless, Right. But we have to keep that locus of control within ourselves that these things on the outside, what we do for a living does not dictate who we are as a person. How much money we earn does not dictate who we are as a person. So our making sure that our core value, we're very connected with our core value and our inherent worth as a person. We are worthy to be accepted whether or not we are in a economic hardship or whether or not we are doing very well. All right. We are valuable as a person. So remembering that number four is accolades like cars, degrees, houses. Those are all external factors, right? And those are all material possessions. Those things are outside of our core value of who we are as a person. It doesn't make us less valuable if we have a smaller house, if we have less degrees, if we don't have the fancy car, we are still valuable as a person. Who we are at our core is valuable. The things, the stuff doesn't matter as much as who we are at the core, where our heart is. All right. So placing our worthiness outside ourselves, give those things power over us. It renders us to the mercy of those external contingencies, right? We may become more dependent and even controlling over those things because we want 
to have that power and control because that's that's what happens when you place your value outside yourself. Now you're hovering over it, you know, and trying to control those things. You're trying to control whether or not your partner's happy with you. You're trying to control opinions of others. You're trying to control your income and working yourself to the bones just so that you can prove that you have value outside yourself when all you have to do is come back home to yourself and really pour in all that energy and effort into loving yourself unconditionally and to developing your gifts and strengths and to acknowledging that those things, those external things and trinkets and people and all those things don't matter as much as your value of yourself, your opinion and appraisal of yourself. Knowing your worth means that you are keenly aware of your inherent value and worthiness as a human being. And here are some ways you can increase your self-worth. Number one, be intentional about your appraisal of self. You can journal this, but sit down and really take stock and inventory of what do you value? What are your strengths? What are the areas that you need to develop? What are some of your achievements and how did you get to those achievements? Because the achievements are the external validation, but there was work that got you to that. There was consistency. There was, you know, the way you problem solved. There was the way you approached that particular goal that is really what the value is, right? And I'm sure if you've gotten a lot of achievements, you probably have those things on rinse and repeat. You probably have a way of showing up. So looking at your achievements, looking at lessons that you've learned, looking at what makes you a good friend, mother, employee, husband, spouse, but really taking inventory of all those things, your strengths, your weaknesses, things that make you unique. All right, number two, explore yourself with curiosity, right? Be curious about the way you think, the way you behave, what motivates those behaviors, the meaning of your emotions, behavioral patterns, but really be curious about yourself and be open, not judgmental, curious. When you're curious, you ask more questions rather than judge. So really looking at yourself as an investigator. Okay. Number three is prioritize learning over performance, right? This gives you an opportunity for growth and you're not so much focused on the outcome of whether or not you receive the promotion or whether or not you get that car, but Really, what are you learning in the process of achieving? Number four is disconnect your self-worth from those external contingencies. Disconnect from having the perfect body. Disconnect from, you know, your job making you feel valuable. Disconnect from your mate giving you purpose. Disconnect from female attention or male attention, making you feel valuable. Disconnect from anything outside yourself that makes you feel valuable. Okay. Number five is practice self-acceptance and compassion. Now, this has a lot to do with loving yourself unconditionally. And many of us have a hard time 
dealing with this because it's okay to love our strengths and the things that people applaud us for, but we are called when we're called to accept ourselves. That's for the good and the bad. That's for the things that we still need to work on and to love ourselves unconditionally takes some effort and it takes compassion and it has to start with us. We can expect others to love us unconditionally unless we love ourselves unconditionally. So if you don't like the way your nose look, learning to accept all parts of yourself. If you don't like the fact that you're not good at math, right? It takes accepting, hey, that this is an area that I'm not you know, naturally gifted at, but because I work really hard, I could still do okay. All right. That's loving yourself unconditionally and showing yourself compassion. Number six, avoid comparing yourselves to others, right? Avoid this comparison because we are so unique. And when you find worth in yourself, you're celebrating that uniqueness when you compare yourself, you're putting your stuff aside and you're saying to someone else, your stuff is better than my stuff. So I like to live your life because your life is better than mine. And that's self-abandonment. And that's really not appreciating what we have and really valuing other people above ourselves. So when we are looking to increase our own self-worth, we have to increase our self-value and understanding that comparing ourselves to others is not the way to go. We can compare ourselves to ourselves, right? Because we value improvement, we value growth. And so If there's an area within ourselves that we need to work on, we can set goals to work on those and really improve those areas. All right. Number seven is establish and maintain healthy boundaries. Boundaries are one way we express our worthiness. One way we say, hey, I love myself and I love myself enough to say that I am going to show up authentic and I want other people to treat me with dignity and respect. So I'm going to have boundaries about the things that I like, the things that make me feel good and the things that don't. I don't like. I'm going to have boundaries to protect my own value system. I'm going to have boundaries to protect my emotions. I'm going to have boundaries to protect my physical being. So establish and maintain healthy boundaries is important. And it's important for healthy relationships because you are expressing to others how you want to connect with them and teaching them how to treat you. Number eight is be loyal to yourself. Don't abandon yourself. Now we abandon ourselves by being consumed with someone else. Again, it's that really focusing on anyone else's life and being consumed with what they're doing. Will they call me? Are they going to text me? And what happens when you're consumed with someone else? You forget about your own needs. You forget about your own goals, your own things that you have to take care of. We abandon ourselves when we get envious and jealous of others. Again, it's that comparison. I wish I had that. I wish I was more like this rather than developing our own gifts and strengths and being appreciative and grateful for what we have, right? We can only be the best us we can be. We can't be the best anybody else but us. All right. Don't forsake yourself or your uniqueness 
to be liked by someone else. So sometimes we abandon ourselves by people pleasing and we might not like certain things. We might not agree with certain things, but in order to get along, we just kind of go along to get along. Okay. Don't abandon your morals or values just to people please. Okay. So be loyal to yourself. In conclusion, having an inner knowing and understanding of your own unique intrinsic value is a protective factor that increases your self-esteem, confidence, and overall well-being. Besides, you are the expert at being you, and when you value yourself as the unique, complex being that you are, you set the standard for how others will interact and treat you. How we value and appraise ourselves will be reflected back to us in how others value and appraise us. So knowing your worth is not about your achievements as much as it is about the person you are at the core. Your self-worth is determined by the qualities and the traits within yourself that you deem important. To help you on your healing journey and increasing your self-worth, I've come up with 20 basic truths that you are worthy of. Okay, you can find those basic truths as an accompaniment on our Rise Tribe Patreon page. You can go ahead and download it there. All right, guys, I want you to remember to always love on yourself, show yourself love and compassion. All right, until next time, enjoy your day on purpose. If you have found this episode helpful, help us grow our audience. By providing us with a five-star review, you help make this podcast visible to others. Help pull others out of a dark space by showing that you care, by sharing this podcast with them. Nothing is better than a friend or loved one who wants you to up-level your life with them. Thanks for tuning in.